0: Tom Morgus.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another broadcast of In the Trenches. I'm very excited to have Anthony Tran on the call with us today. He's the founder of AccessWP.com, which is an unlimited WordPress support service by U.S.-based developers for only $99 per month. And he's also the co-founder of MarketingAccessPass.com, which is a custom WordPress website design agency for small business owners. And he's been featured in Entrepreneur, Huffington Post, he actually spoke at Podcast Movement, if you're familiar with that, uh, a big podcast uh, kind of uh, in-person event summit, and uh, he's done a lot of other great work. But today we're going to be talking about Access WP, how he's building this business, because I think my understanding is it's pretty new. He's kind of just getting it off the ground right now. So I think this will be kind of a fun look at how do you build a service-based company? from scratch and some of the the challenges and then some of the things that have worked for him. So Anthony, thank you so much for being on the call with us today.
2: Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me, man.
1: Awesome. So AccessWP, as I described, it's, it's unlimited WordPress support. So if somebody has a WordPress website this provides the kind of the service support for them. So if there's things broken or, hey, I need to get this, make this page like, I don't know, HTTPS or or whatever. Tell me a little bit about what the actual service is, like what I'm buying, because that'll give us context into some of the questions I'll ask as we go forward.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So you're right. I mean, a lot of people have WordPress websites and they kind of get stuck on the technical aspects of either building it or maintaining it. And we can support them with both. So when we say unlimited WordPress support, I mean we identify as any small task under 30 minutes. But keep in mind that all of our developers are senior-based WordPress uh, experts, and they're all U.S. based. And so things that may take only take us only 30 minutes or around 30 to 45 minutes to do, it could take the average person, you know, a couple hours, maybe even days. You know, I've had people reach out to us and say. Wow, you fixed our problem and I've been trying to figure this out for, you know, the past couple of weeks, you know, trying to like dig into YouTube, Google, read through forums, blah, blah, blah. So I think that's where people should keep in mind that, you know, as an expert on this type of stuff, we troubleshoot and, you know, find a solution pretty quickly. But, um, you know, part of the maintenance package is, you know, in order to maintain your website, you have to update WordPress, you have to update plugins. You know, we offer backups, daily backups of your website. We offer security, malware scans, you know, email support. There's just a ton of things that go into it, but I don't want to rattle too much. But basically, it's it's an all-in-one you know, resource for you, and it's a lot cheaper than hiring your own dedicated WordPress developer for your team.
1: Yep, I like it. Um, so I have a buddy who, Ran something like this, but different, different context. You, I'm, you might be aware of him, Dan Norris, WP Curve, and I'm gonna I'm bringing that up because he he sold the business. I don't he, he doesn't work in it anymore. I think it was acquired by um, GoDaddy, and to some degree it was like a, a similar value proposition. i The difference I'm looking at this and saying, well, the difference is his was he kind of used like geo arbitrage, if you will, developers from like the Philippines and Southeast Asia and stuff like that. And your it seems like one of the value propositions you're offering here is like you know. US-based or like, you know, high-end developers. So it's like, in that regard, it's like they're both WordPress support, but what, what exactly am I getting a certain amount of value more from, say, a US-based developer? Like, can you speak to that at all? Is that, is that a question or a challenge that comes up at all when you kind of like are kind of getting this, this company out there and, and, and having conversations with potential customers and clients?
2: Yeah, I actually do know Dan, uh, very familiar with his business and business model. And yeah, he business got uh, purchased from GoDaddy. And there was, I noticed I was online and, you know, I already had a WordPress website design agency. And so mm-hmm. uh, naturally friends and um, influencers would reach out to me. Hey, you know, I need help with WordPress. Do you know anyone who could help us with it? So there was definitely a gap in the market because uh, when WP got purchased by GoDaddy, there was people like looking for this type of service and help. But another kind of, I guess. Concern that some people provide is like, well, you know, I want to find outsource my work, but I won't, I don't want to send it to people overseas. Now, there's nothing wrong with people working overseas, but you know, there's some people have concerns about, you know, giving their username and passwords. They're not sure who is technically working on it. And so I think it's more of like an ease of mind and it's also a communication thing. Um, Sometimes through email channels, they don't know if the person is understanding them correctly. And sometimes they want to be able to jump on a phone call with somebody. So I think that's, you know, the biggest differentiator for us is that we're all US-based developers. Uh, you can talk to someone on the phone if you have to. And, you know, people, like I said, sometimes just feel comfortable, you know, sending their personal information to someone that's uh, stateside.
1: Yep. And I see that. I, and I definitely know people who that would be just absolutely appealing to a lot of people that I know who you know, just the, especially if you're not technically savvy, I think the idea of like trying to be able to explain something online, maybe and not being able to hop out of calls, like is actually like a real challenge for people that I've run into. It's and it's incredible. Like, so I, I definitely see that. I see the value proposition there. So I'm curious though. Like, so I, I, you know, on a service like this, you know, being offering at $99 a month, like how do you how do you stay profitable so that you can actually grow? Like, because it seems like it's almost like you know too cheap to offer that at that level. Does that make sense? So I'm just curious, like, how are you guys able to like structure this so that you actually have the ability to grow and this this platform takes off?
2: Well, you know, with WordPress support, I mean, we offer unlimited, and it's kind of a, I like to consider it almost like the insurance model. People liked, they know they need it, they like it when they have it, and sometimes it's it's also great for emergency um, support. But they they might not use it all the time. So you know, for us, uh, sometimes we have people who you know, love our service and they take, you know, use it to its max capacity and are sending support requests, multiple support requests throughout the day, every day. Um, but then sometimes people sign up and then they just, you know, they want to set it and forget it type of deal because, uh, you know, our, we I didn't talk about this, but our $149 plan, you know, offers the daily backups, automatic WordPress core support, the automatic plugin updates, security scans, all the stuff that's required to maintain the website. And they may not have a support task for. You know a couple of weeks even a month or so because all the other stuff is being maintained on the back end so it, it's I think it's it just balances out the support tickets balance out we're able to take care of it like I said we're our guys are experts they do this to, you know all the time so they're able to troubleshoot and, and resolve problems very quickly so we are doing well and you know we've even hired another uh, WordPress developer um, because the the growth of the business, so we're we're definitely keeping up with the demand.
1: That's awesome. So yeah, the way you guys price right now, you have kind of three three tiers. Um, starts at ninety nine, and then you have uh, your VIP at, at one ninety nine. When you typically get a new customer, like how often are people choosing like the standard plan versus like your your premium plan, which is one forty nine versus your VIP plan? If you if you can share those numbers, because I'm just curious, like what are what do you find that people are most attracted to? Is it the basic offer or is it like, is it that maintenance thing? So I don't have to worry about plugins. I don't have to worry about, you know, all this kind of stuff that I probably should be taking care of. But if I don't do it, probably no one's going to do it. So I might as well just pay an extra 50 bucks a month for it. Like, where are you seeing that breakdown? Where are you seeing the most demand?
2: I don't know the exact numbers, but I would say it's roughly about 60% would do the premium. And then, you know, 30% do the uh, standard and like 10% do the VIP. So the premium is our most popular plan. Like I said, we have a lot of small business owners that like our service um, because even though 149, you know, some people are, you know, if they're a startup bootstrap, you know, like, oh, man, the 149 is a lot. But the small business owners who run a business and their, you know, their time is money, 149 is a no-brainer for them because it's like, what's their time worth? And then they to know that somebody's, you know, maintaining their website is peace of mind. And like I said, if you were to hire, like, say, a full-time VA, You know, even in the overseas, you know, full-time VA overseas is like $500 a month minimum. And to hire someone who's like a technical support VA, you are looking $700, $800 a month. So, you know, for us, you get a team of developers for a fraction of the cost. So it's a win-win. We wanted to make sure it was a value proposition that was affordable for the business owner. It was, you know, provides super value, um, but it was also profitable for us so that we can continue to maintain and grow this business
1: yeah that's awesome man so what have been like the biggest struggles for you so okay so this is like it it's services as a service right i don't know if there's a better way to describe it but but tell me if there is i mean what are the challenges you run into trying to build a company like this that you run into in terms of like yeah these have been like some really big hurdle hurdles and then if you have any insights into like things that you guys did to kind of get through that hurdle get over it or break through it or whatever it was
2: so let me kind of just share with you how it started, and then I'll kind of run through some hurdles. Perfect. Uh, I think it's timeline-wise, it kind of helps me conceptualize. So, you know, for us, we like I said, we already knew that there was uh, other types of business that were doing this. We've So it was a true validation in the market that there's a need for it in the marketplace. And just like anything, you know, you find your differentiator, you know, something that makes you a little bit unique than the other person. I always like to say, you know, what's the difference when someone like starts, has a hamburger. Uh, fast food place and there's like McDonald's and In-N-Out and all these places and it's like well what's going to make you different than the other person well if you open up a stand you might have a secret sauce you might have an extra price point you might yours might be you know fresh ingredients whatever so sometimes i think startups and entrepreneurs they always think that they have to invent this brand new amazing idea that nobody's ever thought of no you know you could always start with something that's already in the market you just make it slightly better uh, and different so we were able to put this out in the marketplace within a couple days, you know, I put it out there on Facebook and just reached out to some friends and said, hey, would you guys be interested in this if you are? uh, Let's jump on a call. And this is before I created a website. This is before I wrote any copy. This is before I did any email marketing. This is before I did any marketing and promotion. It was just purely like I just wanted to, you know, touch, you know, touch base with, you know, some warm market. And I was already selling outright out out of the gate. So that was pretty amazing. So I knew, from validation from other companies that were already doing it. And I also validate from people within my own circle that people wanted this. And so the next step for me was to build the brand and build the website. So we designed the website, we built it out, we built a copy. And then I think I would say a little bit of the challenge when I first started was just the process of intake, like just trying to make it a smooth process. So, you know, I was learning through my beta customers, like, what type of common questions did they have? What were the common onboarding sequence that they have? And so I built my processes and systems based off of my beta customers and kind of figuring what was the, like I said, the normal process of people coming through. So using that, you know, I, we, we built out like frequently asked questions, uh, build up, you know, email, email scripts, you know, commonly asked question type stuff. And then, you know, now it was just like, we already have like a $3,000 monthly recurring revenue. And now it's just all about scale and growth and promotion and marketing. So I think for us, the challenge is to balance uh, growth with consistent quality and customer service. Like that's our big thing. Like I'm really big on making sure that every customer has a great experience and that stays with us on, on long-term. You know, I'm not like focus on like growing it too fast where we grow too fast and then it kind of ex- implodes you know <laughs> like i want to make sure that we grow steady consistent and we provide quality service because we know that long term people will stay in the wood for more customers to us
1: that's awesome so what are you finding as some of your best growth channels right now like what's working for you guys
2: facebook has been very huge um and as oh, in like
1: paid s- facebook marketing or or specific no? uses of how you're using that social platform
2: uh, affiliates. We have a lot of people who have been affiliates who've pro- shared and promoted our stuff. People have shared our service in uh, Facebook groups. You know, I've, I've already grown a community of people uh, who are familiar with Marketing Access Paths, which was the custom WordPress website design agency. So people already knew us that we were, you know, the go-to people when it came to WordPress. Some people couldn't afford the big, you know, custom design or they're just not ready for that in their business yet. Sometimes they just had smaller tasks that they needed assistance with. So when people found out that we were offering the service, it was a natural progression for them. And then we had some existing base customers that we've already previously designed websites for that we touched base with and said, hey, you know, we housed your website. We designed it a year or two ago. Do you, do you need any help maintaining it? And so reaching back to all existing old clients also were, was a place where we accrued some customers.
1: That's cool. Do you have, like, a vision of where you want to take it? Like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. It's a book I read um, a while ago, but it was, like, on my brain, like, a few months back, and this idea of, like, kind of, you should be building businesses to... To sell them, there or there has to be some sort of like liquidity event, whether it's IPO or whatever. So I'm just curious, like with something like this, did you was that part of your mindset? Was like I'm going to build this, grow this, and these could be some acquisition partner, or is hey obviously, or or is it more I want to build this, I want to grow this. This is the this is like going to be my my baby, and I'm not even really thinking about an exit. I'm just curious if if you have any thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, you know it's funny you mentioned E because that was one of the books that really inspired me to you know create systems, build I guess frameworks for people to, you can duplicate and you can hire and you can outsource. Uh, originally, I started off as a freelancer and did everything myself. And then I brought in my wife and it was just the two of us. But as we continue to grow, we met challenges of like, man, where we kind of hit a ceiling, you know, like we can only take on so much. So reading the e-myth taught us that like, you know, you need to not be the worker bee, you need to be the CEO and you need to kind of look at things from a high level and have people work as part of your team and build systems and process so your team can, you know, replicate or do do the work for you. And so now we have a design team, we have WordPress developers, and so I've really taken on that mentality of the CEO vision and just, you know, looking at things from a high level. And Access WP, you know, definitely, you know, we're excited. It's even though our Access WP has launched a couple of months, our WordPress development team have been doing this for years and have done over 24,000 tickets, so it's not like they're new to the game, but for us, you know, like, my goal, I think, my goal right now is to build it to a million-dollar business with, you know, a monthly recurring revenue of $100,000 a month, and then we'll see where it goes from there, you know, I know that uh, you mentioned Dan, Dan took the, uh, had an exit strategy, I don't know if that was originally part of his plan, but maybe it was an offer he couldn't refuse, and so, you know, I think we'll cross that bridge when we get there, but, you know, it's exciting, we we know that it's a, we want uh, to help people. We know that it's a, a need in the market, and well, I think it's a great value for for small business owners.
1: That's awesome. Um, and, and how big is actually? I don't know if, if you shared this already. How big is the organization right now? Because you're probably doing a lot of. I mean, I'm I'm guessing the the support staff. These are probably contracted out, and I'm, and, all, and all that. But like, what's your what's your core team composed of? Is it just you, or are you? Um, you know, are you partners with anyone, or how have you structured that?
2: Yeah. So we have. We have six WordPress uh, US-based developers uh, on the team, and then there's also myself and my wife. My wife helps with the design agency, and we also have a team of WordPress designers who are part of the Marketing Access Pass team. So uh, we have about 16 designers on that team. So it's you know it's a good team. Uh, we have a lot of people that can support with the growth, and like I said, we're as we grow, we continue to hire more people.
1: Got it. Very cool. So, okay. So moving forward, like, are you, what are your thoughts on, on additional like revenue opportunities? Are you like very focused like this? These are the three offers. We're not going to try to like branch out in anything else. I'm curious about like your, your level of focus on this and how you're approaching that. Because obviously there, there can probably come a time where you see like maybe many other things that could be spun off or something like this, right? Especially if you build the, the customer base. So, you know, what, what's your thoughts on focus and, and where you, put your time and energy in, and whether that manifests in spin-off products or you're just like, or, or offers, or if you're just going to focus right now on, on just that core offer.
2: Well, access WP is pretty focused, you know, you know, uh, it's a productized service business model. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard that terminology before, but it's basically, you know, you focus on a very specific core offering and, and it allows you to build systems and keep things consistent. But with marketing access pass, you know, there have been I guess, product spinoffs, you know, at first we just did website designs and now we've, we're starting to do landing pages. We've done virtual summits, we've done membership sites, we've done, you know, webinar funnels, you know, a lot of the things. So the marketing access pass business is more fluid. You know, I take on uh, different types. I mean, it's all kind of the same. They're all kind of interrelated as far as like high converting website pages and, you know, there's just kind of different types of business models, you know, as virtual summits versus a website, you know, a little bit different, but they're all pretty related. So in that business, things are very fluid, but with Access WP, we're definitely very defined with our core services. And we've already, you know, vetted it out as far as like what people need and what people don't. So uh, we, we feel that the, the three packages we offer are very are very competitive and very good.
1: How are you managing your time between kind of running um, multiple businesses? Like, you know, how do you how do you do that? And it's like a, you know, difficult question even to answer. But what does that what does it look like for you to manage and grow these two businesses at the same time?
2: Well, I, th- I think because they're complementary, they, they work well because, you know, people who need custom website designs eventually will need WordPress support. So, you know, we might lead with the design business first and then. As the project is completed, we hand it over and say, hey, would you like WordPress support? Because we offer that. So they're sister companies and they support each other. And then WP, some people just need the initial help, but eventually through clients who stay on board with us, who feel comfortable with working with us, will eventually want to upgrade and to design, uh, get a custom website design. And so Marketing Access Pass is there to support them. So even though they're two businesses, they are very complementary and they support each other. And to me, you know, I spend all day talking about WordPress, whether it's design or development. And so it's a very natural progression for me. It's not like I'm working on two very different businesses. And then it also, like I said, helps when you have a team of developers and designers that can do the work. And then I can just focus on the strategy and, you know, the marketing and and, and just the long-term vision of the business.
1: When it comes to operations, so this is always I find this fascinating. When it comes to you know productized services or services service or how you want to find it, and and not that software is like less complex. I'm sure it's who knows maybe more complex in certain circumstances, but the idea of like managing multiple people or getting like making sure that you get a support ticket in, it gets executed, that the system's built in a way that can scale, right? That can take on you know hundreds of of clients or hundreds of customers, um, thousands, right? How did you build out that core system that is now kind of what you're built on right now, like the systems and processes internally that you guys use uh, in such a way that you can actually like grow and scale from there? Like, I'm curious kind of about the the process you went through to do that.
2: Well, the, you know, the biggest thing is finding the right people. You know, I uh, partner with uh, expert developers who, like I said, were already doing this for many years and they've already created their internal processes as a team you know, it was, was kind of like a, a great match because we connected and they said, hey, you know what, we love doing the troubleshooting, the development work, the, you know, f- all the WordPress issue task, but we're not really great with the marketing promotion side of the business. And then I said, oh, great. Well, I need a team to do the support task <laughs> and I can help focus on the marketing promotion and, and overseeing the business. So, you know, let's, let's partner and make this work. So for me, I guess that's a little bit different because I, I didn't build a team where I had to train them on the whole full system. It was like, they already had a system in place, but they needed a partner that could help, you know, increase the customer base and then continue to do customer service and marketing promotion and stuff like that. So it was a, it was good. Yeah, it was a good match. Sometimes you don't have to build a new system a lot of times you know i know dan talks about it, i know a lot of other people talk about it, is finding good partners and, and helping the businesses is always good
1: no that's interesting I, and that's why i'm super curious about it because i think that's what a challenge on the operation side of things to make sure that that's like situated in that you can actually grow it and scale it i remember even talking to dan about how they you know a big part of that was like you know to some degree i guess constantly improving the systems as they go but i find the task of building out that first framework to use as as really challenging but i like it you know i'm big big on collaboration so i like the fact that you were able to essentially just kind of team up the right way and 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 find where you were very well suited to to excel in this one area and and not you know not not mess with the operation side of things so much which is pretty interesting i don't know if you have any follow-on thoughts on that
2: no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like you 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 rely on your strengths. You know what you're good at. Um, I do troubleshoot. I can help support, but I know that if I kind of like we talked about in the E Myth book, I know if we want to grow, I can't be working in the business. I need to be working on the business. So it's a it's a mind shift for an entrepreneur. But I've noticed that ever since I've taken on that new mind shift, things have grown uh, exponentially, and it's and the ability to scale has just been amazing. When you can you know, I, I had, uh, I was being interviewed by Pat Flynn and Chris Tucker uh, a couple of years ago. And I was telling them the issues that I was having. And the issue at the time was scaling. Like, you know, I, I couldn't scale the web design business because I was just, I was a freelancer. I was doing all the work. Me and my wife were doing all the work. And they said, you know what? You need to, <laughs> Chris Tucker said, you need to get over yourself and stop the Superman syndrome. <laughs> and he's the, and Pat's like, uh, you need to. You know, there's people out there that can, despite what you think, you know, because he's like, I like to do everything myself too. But despite what you think, there's people out there that can do it better and faster than you. And that was one thing that really stuck uh, during that that feedback coaching session. And and I was like, wow, you know, like you're right. And I'm a true believer now. Like the design team, they're amazing. They they put out awesome work that I couldn't put together before. The support team is amazing, even though I know WordPress, but their level of expertise is, you know even higher than, than what I you know, have because they have a team of you know, developers that have been doing this for you know, 20 plus years. So you got to trust in people who can do the job. And then when you do and you can let go, uh, it's an amazing thing.
1: I love it. So Anthony, where can people reach out and find you, learn more about what you're doing? Uh, check out, you know, obviously, get access to AccessWP and everything else. Cool,
2: yeah. I mean, you guys can check me out, you know, accesswp.com or marketingaccesspass.com and you just can email me. Just put an Anthony in front of that, so Anthony at accesswp.com or Anthony at marketingaccesspass.com, and we'll uh, be happy
0: to connect.
1: Fantastic, man! Thank you so much for being on In the Trenches.
0: Cool. Thanks so much, Tom. Thank you for listening to In the Trenches. Your creative work doesn't stop here. Join the resistance—the small but growing army of entrepreneurs and artists putting a dent in the world at www.tommorcus.com. Never fight alone. Join the resistance.